John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. And guess what? Isotope offers one free month of Music Production Suite Pro, which has all the tools you need to mix, master, and repair audio. Also, you can get 10% off all other software using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All of this is at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. If cutting-edge synths and studio-quality effects are your thing, they are, right? Our friends over at Native Instruments have a deal for you. The complete 14 Select Collection contains 18 premium instruments and effects, 8 expansions, sound packs, and more than 15,000 sounds. Legendary vintage synths, sampled percussion, pianos and organs, there's even a sampled Rickenbacker 4003 bass. Put a little round reverb in there, add some replica delay, I smell a hit. Go to nativeinstruments.com and use the promo code PODCAST to save 50% on Native Instruments' complete 14 select software bundle. Hi, it's me, Ed Peterson. Hi, it's me, John Kiltica. How is that intro? No nonsense. Today's episode, no nonsense. No nonsense. That's our deal. Sciency. Yeah, yeah. I think we talk about guitars. Yes, we do. Space Age materials. Yes. Construction techniques. Maybe we get into that. I don't know. Who knows? A lot of guitar talk. Guitar engineering. Yeah. Where are we recording from? Beautiful West Seattle, Washington, Ed. It's lovely here in beautiful West Seattle. No complaints. Especially in the spring. 10 out of 10. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I got my Uggs on. Uggs again. Two weeks in a row. Love it. Ed keeps telling me... Uggs are the way to go. 
Yeah. They're super duper comfortable. Yep. Best shoes he's ever worn. Form over function. Function over form. Yeah. I want to see you wearing the Uggs and wearing shorts. We're not there yet. The summer's coming. I haven't said I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those sciencey guitars. Big brain engineer dudes making guitars. Yes. For science guys. Beverages. Sciencey beverages. Yeah. Is that the sound of just that guitar with no effects? Uh, yeah. That would be cool. That was going through the Electro Harmonics Synth 9. The same three or four notes the whole time, and the pedal just kept making up. Yeah, like out of nowhere. Well, that didn't sound like anything John was just playing. I think it tries to figure out notes that are in harmony. Yeah. Except for when it doesn't. That pedal sounds killer, though. I got a black coffee and a crow mug. I have black coffee too. Damn, what a coincidence. Mm -hmm. What else do you got, John? You know, listeners, Yeah. if you've got some coffee that we should grind up and make into black coffee, mm. you want to hip us to? Yeah. Send us a note, why don't you? I am not a coffee snob exactly, but I've got a Chemex and we've got a French press, Mr. Coffee or whatever. We don't have one of those. But man, every once in a while, we'll try something new and just hate it. Yeah. I'm somewhere between Folgers and <laughs> some super small batch boutique-y thing. Yeah. Let us know what we should buy. Yeah. What are you shaking there? I'm shaking 16 ounces of Minor Figures oat milk and a scoop of Huel protein powder. Your daily allotment of creosote. What about you? Well, I'm keeping the electrolytes in balance today. Okay. I've got Gatorade, mm -hmm. zero. Oh. Zero sugar. Do you find that it gets stuck in that fabulous, luxurious mustache when you drink it? I have been trimming the mustache a lot more mm -hmm. because of that. Yeah. Still a full stash. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Yep. This is a Modulus mm -hmm. Genesis 3 guitar. I don't know anything about these guys. I didn't. I'm holding the booklet that came with the guitar, which is all Xerox copy zine style, which is good. You can tell that they're like a small company, not afraid to use something very equivalent to a Comic Sans in their marketing materials, which I enjoy. They don't care. That's a choice. Yeah. I like a lot of stuff in this manual. Commitment to a healthy planet. Oh. What year is this guitar? This one is from the year 2000. A couple decades ago, and they have a whole section on commitment to a healthy planet and how they use only certified sustainable wood. And I think that's killer. Ahead of the curve. While Gibson is out there forging documents, we're going to turn this endangered tree into a bunch of explorers that won't sell and then run a bulldozer over them. And it's not going to be an electric bulldozer either. No. Diesel. Exactly. Take that planet. Yeah. Anybody who's heard of Modulus knows that their primary game is basses. Yeah. 
if anybody wants a kind of baseline to think about them, Flea uses them quite a bit. Flea. If you're a Red Hot Chili Peppers head. Yeah. For the longest time, he was widely associated with Modulus. The Peps. The Peps. Yeah. Anyone else play Modulus? David Ellefson. Oh, from Megadeth? From Megadeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl Jennifer from Bad Brains. That's rad. Our man Bob Weir from The Grateful Dead. And Phil Lesh of The Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead. Yeah. Awesome. We've talked about how they are forward thinking. About the planet and the technology. Right. Speaking of The Grateful Dead. Ooh. Superfan Jason sent us a message. Ooh. And had some feedback. Viewer mail? Viewer mail from the high gain viewer mail bag. What was the gist of this viewer mail, Ed? Well, he had a lot of thoughts, a lot of feedback for us, and we appreciate it. We love it when the viewers send us stuff. Number one, you are wrong about the Grateful Dead. Oh. (laughs) Just straight up. One day the miracle may hit you, and you will be rocking some crunchy 83 sleeper shows and following Bill Walton on social media. Crunchy 83 sleeper shows? I don't understand dead talk. You know, (laughs) we firmly in recent episodes went down the fact that both Weir and Jerry Garcia, they're like pretty tech forward guys. Like a lot of innovation came from those two dudes, right? Yeah. Everything from how their effects were set up and wired to the internal electronics of the guitars. Yeah. They weren't scared of change at all. Credit where credit is due. Yes. Also, Jason is from Mississippi. (laughs) Thanks, John. Yeah. When he started the mail with like, hey, I'm from Mississippi, I was like, "Uh oh, Oh, this could be horrible. Oh, no. But no, he seems to be one of the people who's like, yeah, Mississippi's maybe not awesome in every aspect. Well, now that we have actually heard from a Mississippian. Yep. I think it's a perfect time for us to clarify our position. Yes. I think the facts are on our side. (laughs) Yeah. We have never disparaged the fine people of Mississippi. I don't know if that's true. (laughs) I maybe have, but I can clarify. Yeah. I am sure that there are plenty of really cool, lovely, nice people in Mississippi. We've got a problem. Yes. With everything else. The racism. Yeah. The structural inequity that's built into every part of daily life. I don't know. I don't want to generalize. But Jason did not seem to take offense. Apparently, we are not completely out of the ballpark from, you know, person with firsthand knowledge. He said 50 plus years in Mississippi. All right. Thank you, Jason. And anyone send us a message on whatever platform we're out there. We could take it. Outside of starting the mail with, you are wrong. (laughs) Which I like. It was well considered. Yes, absolutely. Modulus. One thing with this guitar. Yes. Pickups have been replaced. They threw P90s in instead of the... uh, Humbuckers. Humbuckers. That came with it. They overrode the five-way switch, and the five-way switch had some cool sonic options to split the humbuckers. If I got this guitar, first thing I would do is throw the humbuckers back in and get the wiring back to the way it was supposed to be. In the state it's currently in, as Ed mentions, there are two P90s. The five-way switch has been switched to a three-way. Yep. 
two tones, one for each pickup. One of the tones has been overridden, so now it's just one volume, one tone. A lot of times we're simplifying. This is the weird case where I would want to hear it the way the gods at Modulus intended. Right. It has a beautiful curly maple two-piece carved top on it. Modulus uses, to a large degree, carbon fiber in their designs. Sure. So when you stabilize something with carbon fiber, there's going to be less flex, more consistent resonance to the point where you can put whatever wood you want on just for pure decoration purposes. You don't have to have that dumb tone wood discussion. If I read this Comic Sans pamphlet, yeah, I think they would disagree with you oh, a oh, little bit. Lay it like, on me. Modulus instruments are crafted from the finest aerospace-grade composites and hand-selected exotic woods. Yeah. Chosen for tonal characteristics, beauty, and long-term sustainability. I feel like we are learning together. Yeah. So who are these guys? I don't know. Jeff Gould and Jerry Dorsch. This is one of those episodes that I think are just more space-agey in these materials and stuff. Those episodes, when we do them, there are rabid fans. People just have their Google alert set, and the minute Modulus gets mentioned, they're going to be just like, let me tell you the 19 things you're wrong about. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I love falling down little niche rabbit holes of fandom. I think that's great. Yeah. So if this is your thing, tell us where we get it wrong. Yeah. This is a slightly offset body. The top horn sticks out past the bottom horn, so it's in no way symmetrical. That's kind of cool. You see that this thing came from a company that specializes in bases. I can totally see that. It's got rosewood fretboard, mahogany neck and back. Great. The neck is constructed with carbon fiber. Show me the back. Do you see running the entire length of the neck, that black stripe? Yes. You make a neck. Yep. You cut out your channel and put your truss rod in there. Yep. Then you cover the entire thing with carbon fiber. Oh. And then you glue mm -hmm. the fretboard on top of that. It's a sandwich layer. Top to bottom. Yeah. yeah. Do you see the I black see. strip yeah. between the fretboard and the back of the neck? Oh. It goes all the way through and into the body, almost down to the end. In our incarnation, what we have is very bassy in the neck. trebly in the bridge a good range i'd say you know sometimes you play the guitars and you switch between the two and there's not a tremendous amount of difference and then back to the middle should i put a little something on here sure where's this thing made california located in the heart of the thriving san francisco bay area music scene Modulus Guitar began building exceptional handmade instruments in 1978. Our guys that I mentioned, Jeff Gould and Jerry Dorsch, Jeff and Jerry. Jeff and Jerry. Those guys were both aerospace engineers. That's... Go figure. Palo Alto. Palo Alto. 
You know what I would do if I were these guys? And I don't want to tell these guys how to do their thing. Yeah. I would lean into the science a little more. And their base is the entire neck. Yeah. was carbon fiber. In fact, that's how they started. They're aerospace engineering with carbon fiber there in Palo Alto. Birthplace of Silicon Valley. Oh, cool. Yeah. They decide they want to use their carbon fiber know-how, mm-hmm. and they get together with the guys at Alembic. Oh, no kidding. And they design base necks made completely out of carbon fiber. For Alembic? With Alembic. Okay. And they take them to the trade shows, probably NAM included. The first couple they take down, mm-hmm. one of them was bought by John McVie, basis for Fleetwood Mac. Oh. Late 70s. Late 70s, working with Alembic, used by the dead. Man, I'm thinking there may have been some marijuana cigarettes. Oh. I don't know. Well, they weren't even a company yet, but based on that kind of encouraging note. Yeah. They became one. 1978, they found Modulus. Okay. What is Modulus? It it actually is a science name that means something. Oh. It's based on Young's modulus. Oh. It refers to the stiffness of an elastic material. It's a principle of solid mechanics. The stiffness of a elastic material. Yes. Okay. It measures the tensile or compressive stiffness of a solid material when force is applied to it lengthwise. Okay. A normal neck made out of wood does what it does. As soon as you put strings on it and tighten it up, the neck can bow or warp. Sure. According to Young's modulus, you put those same strings on a carbon fiber neck, and that neck isn't going anywhere because it's exceptionally resistant to those forces. Okay. So that's where the name comes from. Yeah. And that desire to try to defeat the kind of bowing and warping and twisting that can happen. Uh Uh-huh. That's also the reason our man Travis Bean made necks out of aluminum. Right. Going at it a different way. Trying to make necks more impervious to that kind of environmental change. I imagine you could take a carbon fiber guitar and play it in a real cold room and not have your hand freak out on that aluminum neck. It makes you wonder if there's any number of people making or using aluminum necks Mm -hmm. aftermarket. Uh You don't see many people putting a carbon fiber neck on just any old other guitar. Is it thought that the aluminum is better, I wonder? If I just had to guess, carbon fiber might be more expensive. Well, it is more difficult to make. Yeah. Apparently. uh, It was first used in the 1800s. Our man, Thomas Edison, (laughs) he didn't invent carbon fiber. He made carbon fiber for use in light bulbs. Got it. And you can make carbon fiber, apparently, out of lots of stuff. I have a feeling there's some dude, modulus guitar and bass, sitting in the room with him, just screaming at us, raging. This is what it sounds like when two people are out of their depth. Isn't that great? Yeah. Modulus, the basses. I knew that was a thing. Never seen one of these guitars before 15 minutes ago. One thing I'm noticing is that it plays very evenly. Yeah. Up and down the strings and across the fretboard. And what I've read, uh, carbon fiber necked guitars, that tensile strength that's embedded in there Mm -hmm. is itself even. More even than wood might be. Wood in general, the way it grows, there's knots in it or whatever. With a manufactured process, you're not going to get those inconsistencies. That's right. 
eventually our man Jeff yeah. of Jeff and Jerry mm-hmm. would leave to found G. Gould Instruments on his own. That would have been 1996. Okay. Might have had something to do with something because in 2013, Modulus Guitars was placed into voluntary Chapter 7 bankruptcy. But they're still around, so apparently they came out of it. Came out of that safely, and you can still get a Modulus bass. Modulus Graphite is... The new name. Yeah. It looks like they've focused on just basses for most of their history. I don't think the guitars were ever really a focus. I don't think so either. I'm pretty okay with the headstock. What about you? Yeah, the headstock has a kind of asymmetrical wave top to it. I'm cool with that. They've left a stripe of the carbon fiber from the sandwich part all the way through the headstock to the top of it. Kind of cool. It's pretty good. Well, Ed. Yeah. As I mentioned, our model is a 2000. Sure. In 2000. Oh, no. Ed Peterson wanted a Genesis guitar real bad. Loved him. What was he going to pay for it in $2,000? Y2K dollars. Y2K dollars. Oh, my God. The panic. Made in the USA. Yeah. Carbon fiber. Yes. There's a lot of stuff that tells me these things were pretty expensive. Sure. But I'm going to go kind of middle of the road and say $1,500. I get your logic. Yeah. It was 2000 Yeah. Okay. What is that today? That's $3,700. Oh, my God. Since they're so well-known for basses, I don't really know if the guitars have held their value or... Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with it. They are a high-end specialty instrument. They are. Yeah, okay. Inflation talk with John and Ed. You gotta try it. Try and decide. Is it hello or goodbye? Goodbye or goodbye? It's got a pretty curly maple top head. Yep. And carbon fiber runs through it top to bottom. Yep. Adds to strength. Mm-hmm. Makes it very resonant. Sure. The Modulus Genesis 3 guitar. Mm-hmm. Buy or deny. Hey, folks out there, viewers in internet land. Uh-huh. <laughs> if this is your thing, great. That's awesome. It is not my thing. This is a heavy-duty deny. I'm not into the body style. I'm not into the flowery top. When I see a guitar with that top, I'm just like, no. What about you? I think it is a deny for me. Yeah. For mostly the same reasons, I think, oh, does it sound good? Yeah, it does. Does it sound better than another similar guitar? Yeah. Am I going to pick up a guitar with two P90s in it that sounds really great and then pick up this thing and say, oh my God, the carbon fiber makes this thing amazing. right. I'm not going to notice any difference. I think you said playability-wise, you know, it plays great. It does. You know, but yeah, sonically, you're not going to get much. Yeah. I should take some pictures of this and make sure to highlight the carbon fiber. Yeah. And we'll put them all up and around the places we do, like Instagram, Mm -hmm. where we live as at the high gain. Send us mail, thehighgainpod at gmail.com. Yeah, super fan, Jason. Thank you again. Shout out to Mississippi. Yes. Yeah. And of course, we are full-fledged members of the Ruinous Media Network of Music-Related Podcasts. Oh my gosh. Can you be a coastal elite in Mississippi if you're on the Gulf Coast? Are people in New Orleans coastal elites? Wow. I don't know. Texas? Let's just look at the regular coasts. 
even. Miami. Are they coastal elites? Maybe. We should get into that and figure out where the elite net reaches, how far. Yeah, and if the Gulf Coast counts. I think that's the biggest sticking point. We've got some research to do. Yeah. We're going to come back with that answer. Okay, great. Until then, goodbye, Ed. Okay, bye, John. Okay, bye.